Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Your voice is back. Yep, it's yep, it's almost one hundred percent. It's yes. about ninety-eight percent. Yeah, not bad. Inching towards ninety-nine. I mean, does it ever really get all the way? Yes, it does. It does. All right, sure. Uh, what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Um, let's see, Disney has Fantasy Springs that is coming to Tokyo Disney Sea on June 6th. What is that, a new land? It is. It okay. is the eighth. Well, they call them ports oh, in right. uh, well, that makes sense. Tokyo Sea. Um, Fantasy Springs is coming in 100 days. So Disney is celebrating that mark. Uh, Fantasy Springs is a new area between the Arabian Coast and the Lost River Delta. And it celebrates three of the Disney franchises. Uh, there's going to be a Frozen Kingdom. Uh, where you get to uh, see the story of Frozen, although it's a little different than the ride in Epcot. Okay. Uh, because this is told by the by Grand Pabby, the leader of the trolls, and he retells the story of uh, of, of the movie. Um, you and Anna get, and Elsa have real faces. They do. They have real faces. Uh, they also have two restaurants in that section of the port. Um, they have the Royal Banquet of Arendelle and Oaken's OK Foods. <laughs> Which, uh, it's just okay. I, I, I like that. I think that's pretty funny. Um, you'll also get to go to Rapunzel's Forest, which will bring you into the uh, world of Rapunzel. Um, you will see Rapunzel's Lantern Festival, uh, which begins at the Tower. And then uh, you see uh, her escape with Flynn. And they come to the uh, festival, of the, the Lantern Festival, with the I See the Light and countless glowing lanterns. So that looks like fun. There's also a restaurant there. You get to eat at the Snuggly Duckling, where you'll get to eat the Duckling's Dream Cheeseburger or the Sweet Ever After Dessert, which is served in... A frying pan. A frying pan. Very fitting. And then the third land in this new port is Peter Pan's Neverland, uh, which pays tribute to Captain Hook's... Uh, to I'm sorry, to the Peter Pan franchise. Um, and uh, there are two attractions in this land. Peter Pan's Neverland Adventure where Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, and the Lost Kids, I guess they are no longer the Lost Boys. Right. They are now the Lost Kids, and they are on an adventure to rescue John from Captain Hook. Uh, you'll board a boat and soar into the sky while encountering Wendy, Michael, Mermaids, and even Captain Hook's moored ship, the Jolly Roger. That sounds very much like the Peter Pan attraction. Yeah. Um, although the boats look, uh, from the artist conception, look to fit more people. And then they will have uh, Pixie Hollow, which, if you may remember, was supposed to be one of the lands in New Fantasyland right. in Walt Disney World, which was eventually replaced by the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Uh, so Pixie Hollow is where Tinker Bell and her, uh, some of her fairy friends uh, live, and uh, you'll be able to see what it looks like to be shrunken down to the size of a fairy. Pretty neat. They also have the Lookout Cookout there, which is a restaurant made from parts of a shipwreck. And uh, you'll have, let's see, oh, popcorn. Uh, they will have uh, flavored popcorn there because that's very big over in Asia. And then outside of the park, uh, they're putting a hotel, uh, which will be adjacent to that land, called the Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs Hotel, which will be very whimsical and fantasy-like. And the artist renderings here of like the oh, those lobby. Are actual, those are actual pictures. That's not. That's not, but the rest of them are. Well, I'm, that's the one I'm looking at is the artist rendering of the lobby. It's gorgeous. So if you want to check that out, they actually have a video on YouTube, um, or you can go to the Disney Parks blog and, and read the pictures in the story. Wonderful. 
2025 vacations at Disney World are now available to book. Not all the way through 2025, I don't think, right? Through right. like October? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but the exciting thing is there's a, there's a big change. I think it's a big change to the perks that you get with your booking. There are. Uh, and that new change, do you want to tell folks? You get a water park day at the first day on your check-in day of your stay. That's right. A water park ticket. So you get to spend it. So now they want people to arrive earlier. Well, you should arrive earlier so you can utilize that benefit. Um, it is not transferable to another day of your trip. So it is expected that you would use that enti- that ticket and entitlement on your check-in day. Um, as Cheryl mentioned, 2025 packages and uh, room-only reservations are now open. Uh, it's a little bit of a departure because Disney usually releases them in May. So we're about two and a half months ahead of schedule. Um, Although they did release them early in 2021 when we were in the midst of COVID and everybody just kind of, uh, you know, wanted to to get out uh, and book vacations. So we've seen it this early once before. Um, You know, they're keeping uh, the early morning reservations. I'm sorry, the early morning entrance for 2025. So you'll be able to get into the park 30 minutes early if you're a Disney Resort guest. And of course, if you are a... Uh, deluxe or DVC guest, you will still get the extra hours on select evenings. Um, Dining reservations are still going to be 60 days out from the first day of your arrival. And uh, that's it. You get uh, the same benefits as before. They have changed a couple of the cancellation policies, though. If you have a room-only reservation, previously you were able to cancel it up to five days before your arrival with no penalty. They have changed that to eight days um, and then for vacation packages, if you canceled prior to 30 days, which is your final payment date, you received 100% of your money. Uh, and then there was a, a, a tiered uh, cancellation uh, fee. So, you know, if it was between 29 and 15 days and then 15 and 8 and, uh, you know, there was a percentage of your uh, fee that was, was uh, forfeited. Right. Now what they've done is you can cancel up to two days prior to your arrival and you only lose your deposit, which is still a $200 deposit. What if you move it? Uh, You can move it uh, with, I I will say with no penalty, uh, but if the price decreases to the dates that you move it, they have the option to charge you a change change fee. I see. Uh, But there is no penalty per se. Okay. So 2025 packages available. If uh, you're interested in heading to Walt Disney World, uh, reach out to Cheryl or I. And I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are thinking about going to Disney World. That's right. Because who wouldn't want to go to Walt Disney World? Especially if we're there. So that's all the news from the Parks blog. We do not have any news of note from California today. So we're going to jump right over to Florida. Okay. Um, Some more news on the logs at Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's right. Some uh, ride testing was uh, going on the other evening. Uh, Logs, uh, multiple logs were coming down the uh, flume uh, in Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Fun. Yeah. So uh, some people got some video of that. And uh, I think we've mentioned before that the they have refurbished the logs. (laughs) They've uh, added some of the, you know, worked on the cushioning, repainted some. uh, And of course, they have removed Br'er Rabbit from the front of the logs. Right. I wonder what they're going to do with the front. You think they're going to put something else on there? Probably not. No. Well, they usually like fill in the holes or something. Sand it smooth. Okay. Menus with prices for the 2024 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival have been released. That's right. The festival runs from February 28th through May 27th. So it starts today. Yay, it's festival day. Um, Most of the uh, pricing on the food 
uh, is between four seventy five and maybe nine ten dollars at the outdoor kitchens. So not a lot of cost, but they are small plate uh, type of items. I, I don't necessarily want to say they're appetizer size. I mean, not but, even. But it's not a meal. No, I think for me, I'm not. I don't eat a ton of food at this at one uh, sitting. So like two of their um, little items is enough for me for like a you know a small meal to have for mm-hmm. like lunch. Um, but you know, that's not cheap because, you know, even if they're, you know, they start at like maybe $5 and they go up to like 13. So even if, you know, I get a $10 item and a $8 item, it's still $18 for a very small lunch. Right. So I, you know, it's not cheap, but sometimes that's what you're there for. Right. So this year's festival, uh, features 19 outdoor kitchens, uh, 22, according to the official map, but that includes two Coca-Cola refreshment stations and one of the carts. Uh, food carts. Uh, so there is uh, a bunch of stuff out there. They've also put out the festival destinations. And my favorite is Camp Get Out and Play Garden is sponsored by Off. That's usually kind of like a little playground area. <laughs> right. And it's sponsored by Off. I, I found that get uh, those to be bugs funny. Off. Right. So uh, festival is underway and we'll be there in a week to bring our thoughts and... Uh, we'll tell you all about yeah. the four foods we try. Yes. Amazingly, that's it for park news. We are just flying through this podcast. We are. All right. Um, so going on to resort news, some more steel has been added on top of the DVC tower at the Polynesian. Well, that's right. There is steel that is a part of the roof line, uh, and painting continues there. We're seeing a lot more uh, earth tone brown uh, being painted onto the face of the building. I still think it's very tall. It still looks out of place when you're actually on uh, either on the monorail or going across on the the ferry boat. Yeah. It just, it looks weird to have like a nine story structure there. I mean, it was the same thing with the tower at Coronado. True. I mean, I still don't like the tower at Coronado. It's beautiful inside, but uh, yeah, it messes with the the aesthetic. I think the only thing that has not made me angry or not angry, but just kind of like thrown me off was Bay Lake Tower. Yeah, that was okay. I remember when, you know, they knocked down that other garden wing and they said they were going to put the tower up and it was like, well, you know, that's not really going to look right. But I think from day one, it just matched like aesthetically. Yeah. You know, these new, this new Polynesian building just doesn't match what the other longhouses look like. The garden wings suck. They should just replace the other one with a tower too. Uh, I wouldn't put it far, you know, far behind them. I, I think that Eventually, they'll be able to fit more people if they do that. Yeah, instead of not make it DVC, but just make it more rooms for the contemporary. Right. When 1900 Park Fair reopens at the Grand Floridian in April, it's going to have a mix of new and returning menu items. That's right. One of their new items that has been announced is Tiana's Gumbo and Rice. Uh, And this is one of her uh, signature dishes, of course, being from New Orleans. Who doesn't make a good gumbo if you live in New Orleans? When she meets guests there, she will be debuting her new outfit, uh, which can be seen uh, in the Tiana's uh, Bayou Adventure. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of that Jod Hopper yeah. kind of explorer uh, yep. outfit that she's wearing. Uh, so Tiana will be there. Uh, they've also announced the So Many Wishes drink, uh, which is a red drink served with some kind of a star garnish. That looks, looks like, like a, a pretzel or a cookie. No, it looks like a, a dried star fruit. Dried, oh, dried star fruit. Okay, well, you're the alcoholic in the family. So. No, it's a fruit. It has no. nothing to do with being an alcoholic. Well, it's, it's an alcoholic drink. And I don't mean you're an alcoholic. I just mean you're, uh-huh. you're the one who drinks alcohol. Um, and then they have also announced uh, the Wishes Cupcake, which uh, is a cupcake uh, with wishing stars sprinkled on it. 
Uh, they've also announced that breakfast will be available and they will include Mickey Waffles and Eggs Benedict. Wow, they're really getting pretty detailed about the offerings, huh? Yeah, that may get me over there because you know I enjoy good Eggs Benedict. And Mickey Waffles. Right. Uh, the rest of the menus have not yet been announced, um, but we will bring them to you in excruciating detail when they are released. <laughs> The Raleigh Crump Museum of the Weird Bust is coming to the Disney Treasure Haunted Mansion Bar. That's right. When the Disney Treasure debuts in December and she joins the fleet. Of course, we've already mentioned that they're going to have a Haunted Mansion-themed bar and lounge. Right. Uh, Raleigh Crump, uh, who if you know any type of Disney history, Raleigh was an Imagineer. I don't uh, know. I know some history, but I don't know that. You've you've seen him in the Imagineering special on okay. Disney+. Plus. Um, he was an old-time engineer, very responsible for a lot of the stuff that uh, was in Disneyland on opening. And when they were thinking of putting in a haunted mansion, um, his idea was that he wanted to be a, a walkthrough attraction where it was a museum of the weird. So mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily going to be a haunted mansion, but he just wanted weird things. And the haunted mansion ended up becoming a little bit of both. So some right. of his ideas made it, but it became more of a, a haunted mansion than this museum. Um, but they are honoring him by creating a melting bust uh, of Raleigh that is going to be in the uh, lounge. You may remember a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, Disney announced that it was adding the melting candle man into the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. um, Raleigh was the Imagineer who created that. And this bust is kind of a little bit of a tribute to that melting candle man. It looks just like him. It does. So uh, very much looking forward to seeing that on the treasure. You know what our listeners are saying right now? What? Where's the entertainment news? Oh, here it comes. Yes. Why don't, why don't you give them the first story? A new Bluey episode and uh, and special is premiering in April. That's right. This uh, new episode of Bluey uh, will premiere in April along with a 28-minute special. These episodes are going to be the first to premiere in Australia and globally on the same day. So because it's an Australian series, it normally goes to Australia first. Uh, the new episode is called Ghost Basket. And it will premiere on Sunday, April 7th. And then the special is called The Sign. And it will premiere on April 14th and will be the show's longest episode ever. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to sit back while Cheryl reads this next headline. No, I don't think so. I can't say her name. Awali Cravalho. Okay. Good job. Uh, who was the voice of Moana. Uh, it has been announced that she will be returning to voice Moana for the sequel. Good. Even though she is six years old, actually uh, eight years older. I can't believe Moana uh, came out in 2016. I feel like girls' voices don't change that much, though. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good to hear that she's coming back. We know that she will not be uh, in the live-action version of Moana that is being cast because, of course, she's older than the Moana character in the film. Um, but nice to see that she will be voicing her in the new movie. Uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu, which is going to be a cinematic film that starts shooting in June, uh, is being filmed entirely in California, and they have been awarded a $21 million tax credit for filming in the state. Wow. Um, they have announced that the film is estimated to be hiring 500 crew members, 54 cast members, and 3,500 background players, which will generate $166.5 million in expenditures uh, within the state. Uh, that will beat Captain Marvel, which was the previously largest film in the California economy, which generated $137 million. Wow. Uh, so uh, that's uh, pretty good. Um, as I said, the production starts filming on June 17th. They have not yet confirmed casting, but Pedro Pascal does star as the voice of The Mandalorian. 
Um, and Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder perform as his body doubles when he is not available on set. Huh. So not a bad gig if you don't even have to show up and you just have to record the audio. Right. Because he really doesn't remove his mask. Right. Uh, because he's a Mandalorian. Um, no word on uh, uh, if Grogu is going to have a speaking part in this movie. To mm. date, he is only cooed. Uh-huh. Uh, so maybe he will age a little bit. And right. uh, maybe we'll hear his first words. Um, no word on any other folks in the cast yet. And the film is being directed by the series creator, John Favreau. Very good. Now, Cheryl's going to take a quick nap while I go into the Disney Plus releases for the month of March. Uh, we begin the month on March 1st with the release of Morbius, which is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Cheryl might watch that because it does star Gerald Leto. I like him. And you were a big Gerald Leto fan when he was on. My so-called life. There you go. Um, we will have Star Wars The Bad Batch season uh, three, season three episodes uh, premiering throughout the month on March 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. Um, there is the, uh, let's see, X-Men 97 premiering on March 20th. That is an animated series. And uh, the big premiere this month, though, is on March 15th, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, Taylor's Version. Uh, that'll be good. Uh, I, I might watch it. Okay. This version of the movie uh, is uh, different than the cinematic cut that you saw in theaters. Um, it is uh, including four additional acoustic songs and the song Cardigan. So you might want to check that out if you're a Swifty or if you're even, even if you're not a Swifty. Right. I will probably watch it just for the experience. Why not? The Washington Post is reporting that the price for a Disney World ticket is going to be going up next year. That's right. They did release the package pricing, so of course you have to know how much tickets are going to be. Um, it's been five years since they set the price or raised the price of the least expensive ticket, but they are finally raising it this year. Um, the newest, cheapest one-day ticket cost will be $119. Uh, the previous ticket had been $109, um, and that has been that way for the past six years. Um, these prices do not go into effect until 2025. So, you know, ticket prices go up almost every year. I don't know that I've ever in the past five years paid $109 for a ticket. No. They're always more. It's right. always like, well, there's like five days a year that that's the price. Right, because they use this tiered pricing structure. It's all based on crowd levels and, well, really at the whim of Disney, whatever they want to charge right. things. So, so they, it really doesn't, doesn't change anything. Right. They always tout the fact that, uh, pricing is pricing ranges from one hundred nine dollars to one hundred eighty nine dollars. Well, like Cheryl said, that one hundred nine dollars is on like six days throughout the year, and only at Animal Kingdom, right? But still, that technically is their lowest price. Yes, technically. So they have raised their lowest price. All right, what do you say we head on over and see what's going on at Universal? All right, Mel's Drive-In at Universal Florida has reopened after a month long refurbishment. And well, actually, after months long refurbishment. Um, I believe it's been closed since July of last year. Um, it does look bright and shiny. Staff members received new uniforms. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier, the um, menu has been rehashed and refurbished. They only have one register for guests who need assistance because they primarily want the location to be uh, mobile order. Hmm. So, you know, this new trend of removing... Um, order takers. Removing, removing kiosks or cash registers is like the new thing now. Yeah, I mean, it can be faster. I feel like they were doing it at Universal before Disney even really they ramped were. it up. They were. Um, I don't think I've ever been in Mel's. Yes, we've been in there. We, we had have? cheeseburgers in there. Oh, well, I just don't remember, okay. I guess. So welcome back, Mel. 
Now, on a side note, and this has nothing to do with Mel's drive-in, but do you know, or Mel's diner, but do you know what the cheapest ticket price at Universal is? What? $119. See, they're just keeping up. So Disney has just, uh, that's right, they're trying to level level the playing field. Um, and uh, over in Universal Islands of Adventure, uh, inside Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous, mm-hmm. you know, they reopened recently as well. Right. Uh, and do you know what they debuted? What? They now have a fry-making robot. Oh, boy. Uh, that prepares the French fries. Neat. Um, it's a pretty cool reticulating arm that... Uh, not only loads fries into the basket, but then lowers that basket into the oil, empties, uh, well, pulls the basket out, shakes the fries off, and dumps them in their metal container. Does it salt them? Yeah, I don't believe it salts oh, them. Oh, man. Um, these cast members, well, cast members, the employees there, because they're not cast members, um, have nicknamed the fry robot Horton <laughs> because it looks like an elephant's truck. Right. So trunk, like Horton, uh, uh, here's Horton. a who. Yeah. Um, the system can fry... Up to two foods and hold 30 pounds in each container. So uh, it's pretty cool. And then if you go onto YouTube and look up Frybot, uh, you can see a video on how the uh, robot actually works. Because the robot in the cafe mm-hmm. is behind, uh, it's it's off stage. So guests, oh, guests can't see it. That's I think if you're going to have a robot, you put that fry station like front and center. <laughs> if I was doing it, you know, that's that's how I would do it. For now, you're just going to be the creepy guy trying to peek in back? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, that's all the news for today. We'll be back on Friday, and until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 